On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Comrade when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronald Dyer, aka Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building, I got my man's Conrad. What's good with it, though, my beautiful people? It's another day, another episode of Who's Man's, and we're just excited to be here. But, you know, there's this dude that has multiple personalities, so we're just trying to figure out who he is today. Hi, this is Tiffany Hadashi, and I just want to thank Conrad for giving me a <laughs> shout-out last weekend, or last week on your podcast. I am a person, too, okay? And I deserve to be shout-out, okay? And I thank you, Conrad, for the Hadashis everywhere, just like me. <laughs> whose names are often mispronounced, who don't get the same shine. Thank you for pointing that out, Conrad. We appreciate you. Hadashi out. <laughs> Damn, I ain't know y'all gonna have Tiffany on the podcast. She cleared up her busy schedule. <laughs> and she made it here. Hadashi. Uh, <laughs> it was we'll just let you that one down a little bit. It. The way you were so confident about it, like, <laughs> hey, I was confident. <laughs> it was like, that's how you pronounce it. You were like, this is how it's pronounced. And I was like, is he playing? I thought, <laughs> fake names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiffany <laughs> Ron, if you ain't say nothing, nothing was gonna be said. Oh, they kept going. <laughs> nothing was gonna be said. <laughs> You weren't gonna say anything, right? I, I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let him be he great. He already said he ain't feeling the best. It's been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. I get it. <laughs> Tiffany Hadashi, it is. <laughs> and as far as I'm what concerned, that's for? her. That's her. <laughs> she about to go ahead and change it. Uh, I don't. Oh, know. I loved if she had uh, like said something under. Our Instagram or something that'd have been great. Hey, uh, at Tiffany Haddish and let her know about well, who's man's and let her know about her new name. Tell her she owes. She hey, she might need an alter ego name on her next uh, you know, movie or something. We got you. That could work. I'm just saying. Just give us like a cameo. That's all we asking for. Doesn't she? Hey, doesn't she have a uh, doesn't she have a uh, Netflix cartoon animated series coming on? On the, yeah, you they should name that whatever it is, Bird Kadashi. <laughs> that would be dope. I'm here for it. Thank give you. us our cameo, give us our shout out, and we all good. We appreciate it. We just set up for the exposure. You ain't even gotta pay us. You're welcome. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and keep <laughs> moving. How y'all been? What you been up to lately? Who? <laughs> you, you know you, you know you, you know your turn. <laughs> wow. I gotta start. I gotta start over, man. It's fresh start since last week. <laughs> oh man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, it was a chill weekend. Not much other than um, 
celebrated a friend's birthday out here. Um, went out to some breweries, then watched a fight, which we'll get into later. But other than that, was chill. Sunday was a very lazy day. Just sat on the couch, didn't do much. Of course, I shouldn't say I didn't do much. Lots of wedding planning. But um, it was good, man. It was chill. Brian was a little jealous, I think. I mean, a little bit. Um, I posted a picture on Instagram or in my story with, with my other friend, and I felt there was a little animosity to that. Just a little bit. You know he doesn't like you to have other friends. I don't know nope. why you need other nope. friends. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> How many can you have and why? <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, it was chill, man. How was y'all? How y'all doing, Brian? Uh, I booked my flight for the wedding, and uh, you know all the wardrobe that I'll need for that weekend. Uh, I don't know if I'm invited yeah. yet, but I'm sure I can get my way in because you know I know people who know people. Um, <laughs> but nah, it was a uh, it was an awful sports weekend. Uh, we didn't even got to talk about oh. that. Still love them though. Left that out for a reason. Uh, go white. Go white. No, I better just come next week though, because I'm already ready to talk some stuff. But uh, it was quiet. It was a quiet weekend. I went to the state fair. No, 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 no. I went to the damn Texas fair, and let me ask them something real quick. Whose man's? Are these fair organizers to charge me all this money to do basically nothing? I paid $18 just to walk in. Then I paid, what, $40 for tickets because you can't do nothing without tickets. Then I had to pay $20 extra to ride, or was it $10? I don't know, exaggerate. $10 to ride the Ferris wheel. And I left hungry. I left with no thrill. Wait, what? <laughs> I left with no thrill because I thought it would be thrill rise there. I left with my feet hurting. I don't know. I paid a lot of money for nothing. Okay? And that just that made me upset. So, my first question is, how do you go to a fair and leave hungry? Because. I feel like that's where you spend all your money. First of all, the these food. people sold me a dry ass. Okay, look. Alright. When you're little, like when I was little, I always would be able to go to the fair. We used to have one at our church, and then we had a uh, Michigan State Fair, which I think they closed a while ago. Um, and all I ever wanted was to, like, eat whatever I want whenever I could go to the fair. But, you know, well, when I was growing up, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so you had to eat whatever was most affordable, which often meant, like, you don't eat before we leave the house. So, <laughs> you're not going to say nothing. <laughs> so... I was some type of way when I got there, and I felt real nostalgic. I'm like, okay, I can afford this stuff now. I'm going to get whatever I want. And you know what I always wanted? Always wanted for some reason was a turkey leg, a smoked turkey leg. And I remember, like, growing up, my my aunts or whoever I was with would let me have a piece of theirs. And I'm like, oh, it tastes so good. It's so seasoned. Oh, I can't wait to have one one day. I'm like, I'm going to give me a turkey leg. Go up to these guys. I go up to, you know, our people. Because I'm like, I'm going to support our people. Why did they give me the driest turkey leg of all time? I almost choked on it. <laughs> one by the end. 
It was so dry. <laughs> I had to wrap it up in whatever paper I could find because I wasn't throwing it away. I paid twelve dollars for it, and God, and man. took it home and just soaked it in like barbecue sauce. I ate it. Damn. <laughs> but it was not the best experience. And I see. Was the place owned by our people, or were they just having people our people working? Well, I didn't get that. Maybe you got played. Yeah, it was just our people working there. But <laughs> I mean, look, it was my fault because one. I bought it as soon as we walked in. So I probably should have waited till we got into the park a little bit. That would have helped. So you carried that turkey leg around all day. I, you damn right I did. <laughs> you damn right. Brian had that Brian had it on a fair swing. First of all, is, right that, is that me. a is that like uh let me ask this. Maybe this is popular or what did I say? What's Ron's favorite thing? Unpopular uh, opinion. Is the Ferris wheel worth that money to even ride? Like, I think the Ferris wheel is the most pointless ride. Oh, in you, the fair. You're damn right, it is. <laughs> it's damn. Anyway, it's 10 bucks. Very much so not worth it. <laughs> not worth $10, no, that's for sure. But. And a dry ass turkey dry while you with it. ass turkey leg. But you know, you're with people who want to get on the Ferris wheel, so you get on the Ferris wheel. Um, and that was okay. I mean, look, it was it worth ten dollars? No, and they know that. And it was like, why are y'all, why are y'all charging so much? Was my question. All the games there, for 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 example, every game there was, what was it, ten dollars and up to play? No, I take that back. Ninety percent of the games. This is what the guy told me. Required you to pay twenty tickets, which. Ten dollars buys you twenty uh, tickets, so ninety percent of the games were ten dollars and up. And I'm like, what the like, what are y'all charging this much for? I, do y'all really want people to play or not? Um, but hey, it was packed out there and people were playing, so <laughs> I guess I don't have much to say other than don't be broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> all I can say is Brian kind of flexed on us because. You realize you're saying how high all these prices were, but he's still dropping the bank, the the money. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Right. I see you, bro. Turkey, I see, I see you, bro. Well. No, I as see as you, I went, bro. Okay, I got me. as far as you went. <laughs> because I was really hungry, <laughs> but that's all I did there. That, that was it. That was it. And eliminate because I really. Want I feel to like you got to change up your approach when you go. Because when I went to the fair last year, I had a great time. But I wasn't there to play games. I wasn't there to get turkey legs. I, just, <laughs> I was I just there for any fun. I was just there. <laughs> I the best part about the state fair to me is the people watching. Like, you go up in there just to see that type of crazy character that's going to come out. And that's what I enjoy doing. And that's free. They don't charge you for that. What well, besides getting in the door? The Which I do agree. The they charge way too much for entrance. $18? They do charge too much for that. I'm with you on that. And I think that's gone up because I don't think I paid it that much. Now, I did hear from someone that, hey, if they're having like a concert or something, you get free entry to that by paying the eighteen dollars. And I think Ludacris will be there this weekend. So if you pay the eighteen dollars, you get to see Ludacris. Um, I feel like there's a joke in there, but I ain't gonna make it. Um, but it's still, <laughs> man, it just blows my mind that they charge that much money. But shout out to y'all for being able to do it. Right, people still pay. That's the place. It's still like, is it the largest one in the country or the second largest? It's definitely top two. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I, like I think it's very week or weekend because there was one, Virginia had theirs this weekend as well. So I wasn't sure if they all have it at the same time. Well, I know this one. They're definitely always in the fall. Yeah, 
and this one goes until uh, this one will be there through this weekend as well. I think it's there for three weeks. Mm. Well, your weekend was definitely a lot more eventful than mine. Mine was, was pretty chill for the most part. Only thing I really did was Friday night went to go check out night school. That was pretty cool. Like I went into it not expecting too much out of it, but you know, for the most part, it was pretty funny. Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, they did their thing. They had a good (laughs) (laughs) both of them had cool roles. I mean, you know, you go and expect them to play themselves, and that's pretty much what they did. But you know, they definitely still brought some some uh, good points to the movie. It definitely kept me laughing throughout it. The supporting cast was dope as well. So overall, I recommend if if you're a fan, I don't want them. Go ahead and go check it out. It's, it's worth it. Would you go to black movies? They you know. Go ahead. Would you go see it again? I mean, no, but I don't. It's real. I've barely watched that movie <laughs> twice. No, like I don't even watch really? my favorite movies again. So oh, yeah. I'm not the right person to ask that type of question. I don't know why I asked you in the first place. Really? <laughs> why is yeah, that? When it comes to movies, it's like if I know what's going to happen for the next two hours, it's just not going to hold my interest. I'm going to end up in my phone or sleep. Really? <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I feel like that's sometimes that's like the best co- part. my cousin said the same thing. He can't watch the same movie over. Like, like I could rewatch I something like Crash because oh. I haven't seen that in like a decade, and I, but I don't got a lot of the details. Top five. I can't rewatch Black Panther good. yet because I re- I remember it too well. See, I like mm-hmm. knowing what's gonna happen here, especially if a scary movie. Shout out to October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't watch a few scary <laughs> movies. <laughs> I mean, if I see a scary movie and this I know month. what's gonna happen, I'm good because. I know exactly when the light cough and turn my head. <laughs> I know when to have to go to the bathroom. Or go fix your food like you did yeah. last time. Damn right. I think I need some more sauce on here. I'll be back. Be shocked. Be shocked. You, uh, you like scary movies, but you don't like scary mm-hmm. movies? That's totally me. <laughs> I like them, but immediately when it comes on, I'm like, why the hell did you? Why are you watching this? Why did you agree to this? How about we just leave? <laughs> Those are the questions that kind of go through my head. I mean, while we're here, we might as well go into it. So, what's y'all favorite scary movie, or at least one of your favorite? Because if you're into uh, scary movies, then you probably have a lot. But I uh, I can start off because if you count it, then my favorite would be Saw, the the original one. I think about that. I really yeah, enjoyed that. I think I need to I need to rewatch that because I don't remember it all. You know what? That's another one I, I could watch again right now. It's been a while since I watched any Saw movie. Um, I wish that they had never continued making paranormal activity movies and just stopped oh, the first okay. one. Yeah. Because the first time I watched that, I thought everything in life was that. Like, <laughs> that day after I watched that, I was like, this is real. It's real. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have something watching over me. Damn it, my roommate's probably going to be standing over me at the time. Um, <laughs> and then after that, because, you know, when they make movies without, like, the real act, like, known actors, yeah. and then they put it into a uh, um, handheld camera type footage. Oh, yeah. That just yeah. makes everything yep. real. It's, it's real. It's, it's real. At the end of the day, like, there's a monster, there's demons. It's real. I need to have Jesus come back today. Take the wheel today, like right now. As soon as I leave this movie theater, drive me home. I feel like I should tell um, the story, but I feel bad because those people are not here. But who cares? You ain't got to name them. So, <laughs> when, uh, who cares? <laughs> Ron decided to leave us for a weekend when we were at state. Um, so 
I took all the guys on our floor. I didn't take them. I drove. But we all went to see uh, Paranormal Activity, number one, at the movie theater. And if you remember, no one knew what the movie was about. No one knew kind of what was going to happen, who we were supposed to be afraid of. We just knew that some shit was going to happen. That's all we knew. So we get there. We watching the movie. We scared as shit. And I'm talking about all dudes. <laughs> we all together. <laughs> I think we like five deep at this point. Man, we get back to the dorm. And <laughs> I ain't never seen people just all agree that we're not going to sleep. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We gonna stay up. Let's let's watch. Oh, let's play the game. Let's watch something. I want to talk. Like no one will leave my room. And look, I want to kick nobody out my room. So I'm like, <laughs> stay up all night if I want to. Shit, <laughs> man, we was so shook off of that movie. It took us like a few days to kind of get back to normal. Like willing to go in the hallway by yourself, and <laughs> I think I slept with the lights on for at least two nights. It was, uh, that movie got you. And I ain't gonna lie. I know they're gonna come out with another one. And they probably gonna call it a reboot or something. Um, I've been scared of every paranormal activity movie. Every single one. All right. Really? Every single, well, look, I'm, I'm scared of most movies. Uh, He's scared, scared. I mean, <laughs> if you watch a scary movie with me, it is an event. Uh, you may or may not like the after, <laughs> but. We get through it every time. You got to force your ass back into the room. I mean, you know, I don't understand. <laughs> Stuff be happening. Oh, man. I guess besides Paranormal, I think The Conjuring Ooh, that's is a my, good one. one of my favorite. The first and the second one. I never saw yeah, that. That's one. a good series. Now, is that the oh, one with the. Um... Brian, Brian, I don't think you can watch that well, one. Hey, no, we, 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 play, we queuing that up for next time. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm about to tell Tori right now, so she can, so she can remember. Right. <laughs> <It's> a lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> this happened that weekend. I was busy. I'm at a family reunion or something. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened was. I just remembered though. Like we we talking about scary October, so Halloween. I get it. I get, it. I get why we're doing that. <laughs> Tis the season. Uh, or, yeah, that whole conversation like <laughs> flew over my head. <laughs> Until I remember. <laughs> I mean, you really, you're the one who said shout out to October. October. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's why I said it. Okay. You ever say stuff? You ever say something? You don't know why you said it? And then after you like find the proof of why you said it, and you're like, whoa, am I just really smart? Or am I really. How strong is your drink? <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking right now? That's how it is. Oh, yeah. That's how my mind works. I don't know. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead and get down to business because you tripping, tripping. <laughs> you tripping, tripping. <laughs> All right, so who we got first up tonight? Oh, man. So if, if you happen to catch the fight this weekend, Boy. which um, one? If you paid, if you paid, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, if you paid for pay per view, shout out to you. If you went to a bar, shout out to you. If you found other means of, that may not be um, acceptable by, you know, broadcasting and streaming stuff, good for you as well because it was available. You might have to hop to some streams to get it, but you found it. 
However, it was Connor McGregor and um well, you should do like your Irish um, accent. You got one? I don't I don't have one. Oh. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I don't got one either. I was waiting for you, Brian. I was waiting for you, Gregor. Oh, you're just a pirate, right? Yeah. What? All right. Can we mute you? Can we just keep? What are you going through? Oh man. Oh, me, Gregor. Oh, it's me, Connor McGregor. Stop for the morning, see ya. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I feel like we just. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Connor and was it Khabib? I'm like, you're worried for it. Khabib. Hey, the only time y'all don't know the name, y'all don't want to correct me. Just know I wouldn't would say nothing bad about him. That's all you need to know. Hey. All right. Well, I think it was Khabib, K-H-A-B-I-B, if I pronounce right. So, Russian guy meets the – what's Connor's, like, name? Does he have, like, a, you know, I don't Isn't know he... what I'm trying to say. but He's like a pseudonym or something? Like, one of those type of things? Something like, like Connor, the Irish, blah, 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 or something. I don't, anyways, well, they met up, and – I am a big. I don't want to say I'm a hater. I just don't like Connor. Um, I think he's very arrogant, and I get it. That's his persona. He has to fulfill his image of the tough guy, douchebag, say whatever he wants to say. And I mean, I respect him as a fighter. I respect him for what he's done. He's come from like absolutely nothing, poor, and now he's this you know millionaire making money. However, one thing I dislike is when people start making money and they forget where I don't want to say they forget where they come from, but like since now he has this persona he has to keep up, he's just a straight dick. Like I just don't like him at all. So I was very, very excited when Khabib came in there and whooped his ass. It's plain and simple. I thought Khabib came in there and whooped his ass. Connor fans might say no, he didn't whoop his ass, blah blah blah, but I think he did. The start fight when the start fighted, Khabib was just right there in his face, ready to go, throwing punches. Like he was right there. Connor <clears throat> did his thing and everything, but he's lucky it ended in the mm. fourth round. I'll just say it like that. Because if it wasn't gonna be a tap out, it was gonna be a knockout. At least from what I I'm not, not the biggest UFC uh person, but just from watching the fight, it just Khabib had all the momentum. But for me, my biggest issue is Beyond the fight is just Connor from the beginning. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys remember in April, Connor threw that chair at the bus, injured a fighter. Um, him and his entourage decided that was the best thing to do, and they thought they were going to get away with it. They didn't. <clears throat> Connor went to jail for a little bit, posted bond or bail and everything, got out. <clears throat> there was questions about him getting his title stripped from him. I don't know if it. He actually did or not, but um, Khabib was uh, reportedly supposed to be on that was on that bus, and that's who Connor was trying to confront and everything. <clears throat> what people also forget is, <clears throat> and usually don't really talk about it, 
Well, Connor says some racist ass shit in press conferences, or like you know when the boxers meet or the fighters meet before the match, and you know, I think it's pretty cool that the UFC and boxing they're allowed for like you know the trash talking, which is cool. It hypes it up, you know, it sets the scene and everything. But I didn't realize it really until there was, of course, someone like compiled the video and it was like people don't really think about it. But Connor says some shit that is pretty racial. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to going back to um, when he fought Floyd, mm-hmm. calling him a monkey and telling him to mm-hmm. dance boy and all that shit. Um, and then you have here uh, this Russian guy who is Muslim, right? <clears throat> and I'm sure Connor definitely knows that he's Muslim. So you start out by taunting him with alcohol. You know, people with the Muslim religion and faith do not drink alcohol. And he's taunting him that way. He talks about his religion. He throws the chair at the bus. Um, all this stuff. And Khabib is pretty calm at that time. Talked about his father. And talked, yeah, talked about his father. All this shit. And fight night comes. And this is my issue with him. He talks all this shit. All this shit. He talks all this shit. His big ups. Comes in his fresh suits. Big ups to him for that. But then sometimes when he gets to the ring, Floyd did him dirt, did him shut him up in the ring that one time, and then Khabib shut him up. But I think Khabib was so angry with everything, and just I think he probably went blackout mad. And granted, he shouldn't have done that, <clears throat> jumped over the fence and attacked his trainer. But who knows what? I'm sure we'll find out if the trainer says some shit to him to make him jump over the fence or whatever, whatever. But <clears throat> what I think is bullshit is that and even Khabib said it he's like people know who I am I'm a pretty calm guy I'm I'm a nice guy I don't get into altercations mm-hmm. like this even even when he was at the weigh-in and Connor almost punched him and hit him he didn't do anything and so he even apologized and all this stuff and all the craziness is now that he's getting the backlash um of course people are using all these slurs because he's Muslim and blah, 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 and he should get his title stripped because of that and this and this. And you see, Conor got the same backlash, but it only lasted like for a day because it's Conor McGregor. He does that. He's the wild child, the wild boy, blah, blah, well, blah. The, C- so the I- CEO even said, yeah, like, oh, well, Conor just brings a lot of energy to the sport when he does that, but he didn't say the same That's thing about this bullshit. guy. Mm. Yeah, which is bullshit to me. And so that makes it even more, I'm just even more happy that he got whooped. And I feel like getting knocked out and tapping out, I think I'd rather get, I don't know, me personally, I'd rather get knocked out than Mm -hmm. tap out. No, low-key, I would. (laughs) Like, for real. At at least, I mean, I'm not a fighter. I'm not talking like I know what I'm, like, I'm a fighter and all that shit. But I just would rather go out with, like, knowing that I gave it all and he got me good and I'm out. Than me giving up because he got a hold of me on the ground. And granted, Khabib, from what I hear, is best on the floor. That's his specialty. And he did what he did to win. But at the end of the day, the boy got whooped. I will give him props. He is a good loser. Yours puts a tweet out saying, good fight, rematch, blah, blah, blah. But I still think he's going to get your ass beat again in the rematch. And I'll pull money on Khabib. All right, I'm done talking. If you were Khabib, would you even allow him (laughs) to have a rematch? Hell yeah, because I know I can beat his ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like Khabib is bigger and stronger than him. 
and he's just more. This dude was wrestling bears at 12 years old in Russia. Like, (laughs) that doesn't give you. (laughs) I I didn't see the match, but if Khabib was like whooping his ass the entire match, and it was like hands down, he was going to win at the end of the day. Take three matches, do it again. But if it was pretty close and I was Khabib, then I'd be like, no, I'm going to go ahead and just take my W and call it a day. Well, I mean, just from like a respect thing, like, I don't even want to get his time, this dude, my time no more. But I understand his boxing, and that's, you know. I'm thinking of it from a different perspective. What I, I wouldn't want to give an opportunity <laughs> hey, to make more money. Go ahead. Yeah, that's true. If I read, if I read you the stats, would you? I guess based on the stats, do you think if it's worth a rematch or not? All right. All right. Go ahead. So they break it down to significant strikes, and then the significant strikes they give you headshots, body shots, and legs. And I'm assuming this is connected, right? So Khabib had 58 significant strikes to the head to Connor's 34. He had ele- Khabib had 11 body strikes to Connor's 16 and then they both had one leg strike. And then percentage-wise, Connor had a higher percentage of strikes standing at 68% to Khabib's 34%. Um <clears throat> and of course groundwork like being on the ground and striking, Khabib had 64 to Connor's 11%. I don't know what that tells you as far as a UFC fighter, but I just think that still Khabib had a slight advantage over Connor. Yeah, to me, that sounds like you said a slight advantage. So I could see it going either way. Like, you could, it sounds like he got Connor where he wanted him, and then that's how he was able to finish him off. But if they had maybe stayed, in Connor's lane more, it could have gone the other way. So I don't know if I would. I don't know. Whoop his ass, Khabib, one more time, one more game. My thing <laughs> is like, why? Why is it, or why is it okay for Connor to be able? And I know the answer, but why is it okay for him to be able to have this persona as, oh, he's just a bad boy, and he's just, you know, that's what the sport is. But when somebody else bring that same energy. And probably even more so, and, and this is what, going back to, like, the Floyd fight, what bothered me about that fight was they went on this whole tour around the country promoting a fight, and he did all this stuff to Floyd. He said all this stuff to Floyd. Floyd didn't say anything. And I was even a little annoyed after the fight how Floyd was hugging him, and they were talking positive about each other after. And I'm like, no, not – he didn't called you monkeys and told you to dance and called you all types of different names, questioned your intelligence. Oh, but that's okay, just cause that's for the fight. And I get it. Like, I understand, like, Muhammad and Ali used to do the same thing to his opponents, not to the same extreme. And every boxer or a thing of that sort, uh, even like, what's his name? What's the guy, the promoter? Don, not Don, Don King. Don King. Used to oh. do it for a lot of his fighters. I just, I just, it's just frustrating. Connor kind of gets a pass to say as much as he wants. But now this man, they, they're withholding his check. They are, the last I heard, they're withholding his check. They're saying they're not going to give him the belt. Um, and they're talking about giving him like some type of suspension. Uh, versus Connor just being, you know, hey, he's bringing energy to the sport. That just seems like 
That would, that would frustrate me. And that's why I would not give him a rematch. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, I think I got to understand why the punishment is so different. So, I mean, there's a big difference between talking shit that you shouldn't be talking, but then you actually start physically putting people in danger. That's where they got to really start putting in the repercussions. Okay, I ain't thinking about that. That's true. I mean, <laughs> fair, fair enough is they did the same thing. I mean, they did do the same thing with Connor when he threw the the um, chair at the bus. I feel like that was Now, whether or not he's his... Why not? I feel like that was different that because different? one, he used basically a weapon. Two, there was. I mean, as what? I was just saying, as uh, I don't know if it's UFC fighters are the same, but I'm assuming they're the same. But their hands are considered weapons. Okay. So, but I yeah. feel like it's different. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that's different. No, I'm just because <laughs> Connor could have hurt more people, and he didn't even like he blindly did it. So it felt like. I don't know. It, it. I've been listening to like this podcast about like um, criminal intent, but it felt like almost like attempted murder in a way because he could have really hurt somebody with the glass and the chair and things of that sort. So I don't know. I'm getting frustrated because I, I mean, is that like is that completely behind him now? Like, or does he still have like possible repercussions? Because he's completely behind him. Yeah, I agree. Saturday? Yeah, I do agree there is. Maybe should be some more done now. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say. You in UFC and boxing, you lose, you're still making money. <laughs> a lot of money. That's the other thing I don't like about but, boxing. Yeah. Let's just get it out there. If I win, <laughs> I should make more money than you. I don't care if you're the bigger name. Like the money should be on the line. Like, why am I making two million dollars for whooping your ass? Well, I need to make it because they're holding my check. And you cashing a four million dollar check. And your face getting punched by my hand is all over the internet. Like, why is that okay? I feel like the boxing, I don't know what they call themselves, the BLA, Boxing League Administration, and <laughs> NCAA, all y'all need help, okay? All y'all need to get it together. I'm, I'm, I'm team Habib. Oh, uh, yeah, not, well, not on my side. All right. No, I'm, 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 I didn't I'm know. <laughs> no, look, I am Team Khabib. I am Team Khabib. F the BLA. So I don't know why you're saying boxing. Why are you saying boxing? That's what I'm. Oh, I'm about. just going further because damn it, he deserved more money. He should have made. He should have made four million. I want everything to happen. I want all the smoke. Well, it's not boxing. You're right. It's the, <laughs> it's a different sport. That's what I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> where are they called? They have their own thing. It's UFC. UFC. The U. <laughs> Wait, what does that stand for? Ultimate Fighting Competitors Championship. Yep, no, ultimate I was going to say Ultimate Fight Club. <laughs> well, what is MMA? <laughs> Mixed martial, Mixed martial arts. arts. Aren't they the same thing? No. Uh, well, damn. Well, first know, of all, I need to figure out who they are because they got too much shit going on. And then when they well, run, they know. We just don't know. I'm going to come and uh, fight the case for them. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna have one sport right. with two different names? All right, they just to help you out, maybe quickly it says MMA can be termed as a sport and UFC championship or UFC can be called as the organization. All right, I'm gonna put that in my so locker. UFC is an organization, but you can have mixed martial arts as so you, the sport within the organization. So UFC is NBA you can, and basketball is MMA. Yes, correct. Okay, I get right. it. Well, I just want to make it known on the Who's Men's podcast, and I'm suing. I'm not suing because I'm not, but 
if they want us <laughs> to, I will support the MMA or whoever they call themselves fighters to go against the UFC. All right. All what right. type of support are you offering? I am offering emotional support because they're going to need it. <laughs> I am offering no financial support because he made $2 million. I shouldn't have to do that. Um, and you know what? Just I, I can um, tweet very meanly so I can offer that type of support. Um, that's necessary. And I think that's about it. That's all I need. We good everywhere else. <laughs> You're truly so a saint you for your like, service. If you well, here's like the support thing. us, let us know, okay? I do think that um, I have a feeling that Khabib will get his title stripped, though. I do. I really do think that's going to happen. Yeah. Especially if if uh, yeah. they strip, especially if they strip the title from Connor at any point of his career, based off of his antics or whatever. They have to pay him this money, though, right? I mean, if they could find a way to say that, well, he his actions breached that contract, they, they could probably get out of it. So then he got a well. Would it even be a rematch? Because what would happen with the belt? Would Connor get the belt? Basically, I think, right? Or you know what? Listeners, tell us. You tell us. Let us know. We obviously don't know. <laughs> we don't know shit. <laughs> you know who I know is like <laughs> pissed right now? Jared. Who? <laughs> Jared. <laughs> like, tell him to get his ass on here. Up. He can tell us. Skr, skr. You heard. <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on. All right. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic for tonight. So we have a huge, huge man that popped up last week. I mean, this was one of those headlines I read, and I had to reread it because it just didn't seem feasible. <laughs> so this might be my favorite. For those of you guys who didn't hear, Marion, aka Pooch Hall, was arrested. Wait, 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 wait. What's his name? His name is Marion Hall, nicknamed Pooch. So Pooch Hall is what you may have heard him go by. All these years, I've, I've always wondered who would name their kid Pooch. <laughs> it was not his real name. And no one well, did it. <laughs> All right. So Puchal was arrested last week and he was charged with a DUI and endangering his two year old son. Now, witnesses that saw the incident or saw what led up to it say that they saw his two year old son sitting in his lap in the driver's seat, hands on the steering wheel, driving his car for him. Who's fucking man, Doc? He got the two year old ghost riding the whip for him. Bro, I feel like we should how tell. Drunk, do you have to be? Is a real question. <laughs> like, hey, and where did, where did he need to go? That bad. <laughs> I feel like we should tell like the real story and then tell like the story we wish <laughs> the way we wish it would have went or the way we. <laughs> We hope it would have went. That's way more funnier. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tell the All real right. story then. I mean, so the real story is that there were people, witnesses that reported seeing his car weaving in and out of traffic with the child seated on his lap. And eventually they came to a cr- crash with a parked car. And that's where he was stopped and detained and all that. So, of course, the first thing they do is administer the fuel sobriety test, which he reportedly failed. They said he couldn't, he couldn't even complete it. And I don't see what his alcohol level was, but I'm assuming that it was high enough to give him the the DUI that he's being charged with. I don't think there's any question that he was wasted. Uh, Let's see. Only thing is, he held 
fell in jail, but that was last week. He may have been released by now. But that's all we know as far as far as what happened. And the child was reportedly fine and was released to his wife at the scene of the incident. So I believe the child was able to go back home. First thing is, we want to do first. How, how did his wife get there, or how did the situation even come up in the first place? Because both of these, I feel like these are two separate life events for him. I say let's start like in the morning. What happened that <laughs> <I> morning? Say- <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Wednesday morning, and Puchal's like, how did it start? I would uh-huh. say like the baby woke up first and like walked out. And the mom was probably like getting her hair done somewhere, somewhere. So like the baby was like, "I'm hungry. Why is nobody feeding me?" Walks into the room. Dad still sleep from the night before. <laughs> uh, he like, Dad. <laughs> I mean, can I get some food or no? And he like, yeah, son. Give me a drink while you at it. So the the son at this point is an experienced bartender. Okay, two year old bartender for a while. <laughs> Gets his dad like a, a Hennessy on the rocks, um, you know, <laughs> carries it in there. He spills a little bit because he's still learning how to walk. And then he like, dad, I really want some like pancakes, though. He like, shit, son, you don't have to drive because I'm already lit. I'm still lit. He like, bet, <laughs> just give me a boost. Give me a boost. <laughs> and I feel like his son took the car out and got far, but then like, figured out where he was and was like, nah, I shouldn't probably be doing this. Or saw something that took his attention because you know two-year-olds, all you got to do is like snap your fingers and they over somewhere else. So he probably saw like uh, an ad for um, Ice Age 8 coming out. It was like, (laughs) oh shit, it's late. Let me drive over here to the curb so I can look at this. And people watching and I feel like he saw the people watching. It was like, the fuck y'all looking at? Like, no, it's me and my pops. I'm going to get pancakes. We good. He on Hennessy right now, though. So we cool. <laughs> and I feel like when the cops got there, I feel like the kid got kind of pissed off and was like, dog, don't wake up my dad. Like, don't do that. We good. <laughs> he had a rough night. We good. Just let me get to my pancakes. <laughs> In my head, that's how it went. Okay. And I'm sure there's more to it. Uh, but I don't want to believe nothing else. <laughs> so, in my head, that's the most gangster two-year-old I've ever met. I'm going to call him Rashad. <laughs> You're going to call him Rashad? Yeah. That's my boy. All right. I, I got my version of how it went down. I feel like I, I can go into his see how he got here. True. All right. So, it's like 9.30 at night. You know, he's having a good night. He's at home having drinks. The wife's out. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm going to have me a good time tonight. I ain't gonna get busy because I'm making it okay, but I'm gonna have some feelings. Went a little too far, too many. All I need is some takeout. That'll sold me right up. I'm gonna go ahead and hit that chase by our streets. So he pulls it up on the app and it's says 100 restaurants closed. It's like, you know what? I'm still gonna get my Chinese food. I can't drive though. He looks over at the baby, like, you ain't been drinking, have you? You still good, right? <laughs> you can hold that steering wheel. Damn. All right, let's get because we getting this Chinese food. Boom. They hop in the car. They get down the street. They almost get there. I bet you they were. And that's the part that pissed you off. He's right there. We were so so close. And then he hit that parked car and it was all over. That's how I think it went down. All right. All right. So this is what I'm thinking. It's Wednesday night. Um, It's around, you know, 
5.30 in the afternoon. My man Pooch gets back home from maybe, uh, you know, a movie his his uh, acting in. You know, he had a little screenplay or something. You know, finally gets home. He's like, house to himself. No kid. No wife. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to pull up a little something, something. You know, just a little sip, sit. You know, relax. Wait for, you know, my wife and my kid to get home. So he sits down, pours himself a little henny, you know, on the rocks, you know. So he's just sipping. I feel like y'all giving henny a bad name, but I'm gonna tell you. That's just how I. Uh, you know, you know, sips one glass. He's like, I feel good. I'm okay. You know, let me have one more. So now it's like six thirty, and his wife calls. He's like, you know, baby, I'm gonna be late. Uh, I need you to go pick up our son. You know, he's at daycare. I need you to go pick him up. And, uh, you know, in that moment, Push could have been like, oh, damn, baby, you know, I had two two glasses of Henny. I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's going to work out tonight. But he don't want to hear that. <laughs> but he don't want to hear that, you know? You know he's going to hear about it if yeah. he tells her that. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, she's going to be like, what the hell are you looking Henny at five in the morning, at five in the afternoon? So he's like, you know, all right, baby, I got you. So, you know, he walks over, grabs the keys. And before he grabs the keys, I'm assuming it's in the foyer and there's like a mirror right in front of him as he grabs the keys. <laughs> he, did a check. he takes a moment, looks, <laughs> takes a moment, looks at himself. He's like, all right, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, good. face laps. Are you? Hey, I, why you know, are you drunk? I got this. Hey. Me? Like the other person. <laughs> oh, we good. We good. We good. Come on. We good, Y'all bro. Got this? Hey, we've been Who here is before. That other person. <laughs> There's you and your drunk you. So we're using the back of your head trying to talk to drunk you. So we all trying to work right. together. All right, you're right. <laughs> He's like, so you know, we good, bro. Right? We good. Yeah. Done this before. It's just down the down the street. Down the street. Doesn't matter. Follow, follow the, you know, the signs, follow the speed limit, you know, use the indicator. We good. Yeah, we good. All right, so he claps. The little Kevin Hart shooter thing to himself in the mirror. <laughs> you got this. Gets in his gets, gets in his car. I'm assuming he's what kind of car do you think he's driving? Mm. Uh, what kind of car does Pooch drive? Dang, I didn't even think about that. He feels he like a Lexus man to me. I'm, yeah, he looks like that. a Lexus man too. All black, guessing his Lexus. You know, press the garage door, it opens. Looks, he looks himself, himself in the rearview mirror one more time. Still good. Gives himself a nod. <laughs> we could. <Puts> reverse <laughs> backs out. Perfect. It's perfect. Now the thing about Henny, if y'all here we go, Henny, <laughs> come on. <laughs> It starts to creep just a little. Every time. You know, just a little. And it makes you feel like you're confident, like you're good. You know? But the issue is with Henny is that once it comes, you don't get a warning. It just hits you. You know? <laughs> so pulls up to the babysitter, looks at himself again in the rear view mirror, just, you know, make sure that he doesn't look like he's a mess as he picks up the kid from daycare. Doesn't want to call from his from the daycare to his wife, like, hey, uh, Mrs. Hall. Pooch looking a little funny. He might be drunk. You know, he don't want to deal with all that. So he probably just call it. Send the baby outside. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he's responsible a little bit right now because he thinks he's good. You know. 
So goes up to the door, has some mints in his mouth. Uh, you called him Rashad, right? Yeah, that's Rashad, 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 Brian. Rashad. All right, I'm here to pick up Rashad Hall. Yes, the kid with a little beanie on his hat and his head. Yeah, that's him. Right. Yeah, Pooch Junior. Yeah, bring him. Yeah, Pooch Junior. Yeah. All right. What's up, Pooch? How you doing? Hey, what if he just grabbed the you baby? Know, Pooch, like Pooch Junior. Pooch Junior. Like Pooch Junior. Like damn, Daddy been drinking. He do right away. <laughs> he already know the deal. He already know. He already know. He I got him drive again. There we go. It's like all right. I just Pooch Pooch Junior talks to himself. You got this, bro. When it happens, when my name is called, I'm ready. So they get in the car. This is like now seven o'clock, and the Henny has got to. Oh, pooch. it's over. It's smacking yeah. him. It's over. Pooch don't know what direction. He's reading <laughs> stop as go. He's reading twenty five as fifty two. It's lit. He's reading one way as always. It's lit. And you know he doesn't know what's going on. So the best thing he thinks of is Pooch Junior standing at three foot tall. It's time for you to come up and. In this seat, my guy. You know? Welcome to the big leagues, fella. Pooch, Pooch Jr. is like, I got this, Papa. Gets in and, you know, gets his hand on the steering wheel, looks at his dad, looks at the rearview mirror, crash into the parking. <laughs> <Park car>. Wow. <laughs> Immediately. You gave him Immediately. Like, he knows. He can get a little. That's his first rodeo. <laughs> no. That was it. <laughs> you know? And that's what happened, man. Hey, here's the part where I definitely need um, audio, video. <laughs> I need some type of evidence. I just want to know what his wife said when she found out and when she got there. That's all I want to know. And I don't care about nothing else. Because <laughs> I don't, oh, now I need to know if his wife is black. Because if she's black, it's a whole different story. Oh, why you let her baby <laughs> do this and you almost put her baby in danger. Like, the cursing out that he must have got is the likes that you never want to see. And I just want to know. I just want to know what words did she use? How did she, fra- how did she phrase them together? Um, you know, how, how much was his life threatened? Uh, it's just all bad. Like, how does this happen to you? How? I'm just imagine, like, if I'm a bystander and I'm seeing this car, car swerve by, and I just see a little baby look at me as he's driving. Not only look at you, but look at you. <laughs> right. down, like, look look at, at you, like, what's up? <laughs> I got yeah, this, and just keep going. <laughs> right. Mind your business. your business. Pooch is in the back of the cop car. Got your wife on the way to come pick up your kid. He's like, oh, can, I, can I go before she get here? Can y'all just take me now? Jeez. I don't need to see her. <laughs> well, hey, I don't even care. All right. But I just sent y'all a picture of what his wife looks like. Do you think, do you think, <laughs> hey, do you think they brought the baby to Linda at the house or they called Linda to come pick up the baby? Caught her. And he probably made him wait until she got there. Oh, yeah. And I would have waited, too, just for the entertainment. Like, oh, no, we'll wait with, with you, Mr. All. <laughs> we got to see this. <laughs> but oh, no, we don't have anywhere to be. You're so fine. Ron just ruined it. So he sent a picture of his wife. And oh, yeah, she's I don't right. want to be stereotypical, but I'm just going to say she understood. <laughs> 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 That's all I'm going to say. I was going to say, really, that's who you chose? But you know what? I mean... <laughs> 
So I'm gonna you're say. using the out of the beholder. <laughs> it is. She was probably like, oh, baby, are you yeah. okay? I said, officer, I'm really sorry. Mad at Pooch Jr.? He's usually Pooch. not like this. You know. She is. She, she mad. a few hennies. <laughs> she got pissed off at the same time. <laughs> you hit park. You don't keep your hands straight. Rashad. No, we've talked about I this. Thought we taught you better, Rashad. <laughs> No, we've talked about this. When daddy drinks. You have to be more responsible, okay? God. God. See, this is why we ain't going to make it too far. Nope. <laughs> we can pinpoint right here. Oh. Just saying. I think he's but okay. I... <laughs> Let's just say they're yeah, bad together. <laughs> Family pictures next mm. week. <laughs> I want to hear the story too that he's gonna come because if you follow Pooch after his game days or being on the game, he's on this uh, show called Ray Donovan on Showtime that I love. I watched it. Great show. Yeah, great it show. It's a really good show. show. And I've never started, heard of a show. I think it starts this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so I'm a bit yeah. I'm a bit disappointed in y'all because I've never heard of this show because y'all ain't never seen nothing about it. I'm disappointed in you because I have told you about it many times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's definitely possible. Skr, skr. You know, like, it literally comes on right after uh, uh, Shameless, which you watch. Okay, but I don't watch Shameless live, so it's not like okay. I you're just... right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But it's a good show. Uh, so Poosh got to go out there and do some press, and I'm gonna be very pissed if. This is not the first or second question <laughs> that is asked in every interview. <laughs> I don't even care if you get to the show. Like, I want to figure out what happened. I want to know. So, Pooch, what? Where? At what point did you ask your son to drive? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was his son's idea. He's like, you know what, Daddy? I got this. You're struggling right now. Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> and he went ahead and passed it on over to him. I mean, hell, the son might might have had a few too. We don't know. Like, <laughs> turn up. kids these days. Fa- they independent. Father son bonding at all levels. Right. What was the son's idea? Hey, if Pooch, I, I was joking there. Don't blame your son for this. Please don't. <laughs> Do not come out and say my son told me he wanted to drive. That's not a good excuse. He, t- he told me he was ready, dog. You know, I believe my kid. <laughs> I like to have faith in my kids. No, Pooch. No, that's how you lose your kid. Your kid going to be gone, boy. <laughs> I, love, I love how we're talking about this two-year-old like they're an adult. <laughs> I just got to know what he is. Like, <laughs> if you own enough to drive a car, you own enough to be talked about. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> Celebrity guest, like wow, that'd that would be, be amazing. That would be lit, though. All right, Poosh, come on, let him on. Can you drive him here, though? Okay, <laughs> just all right, drive him to the microphone. We'll call it Uber, please. All right, <laughs> the least we can Let's do. Let's go ahead and keep moving to our next step of the Who's Man's of the Evening. Well, we do have another topic sparked by a couple of one timeline recently. So, I'll start off by reading the tweet that started this conversation. And basically, it was someone posting a little Kim music video. It was one of her old joints, and 
I don't even know what song it was. I'm not that much of a Lil' Kim fan, so I can't say for wow. sure. But, you know, it's a cool video. Do you remember which one it was? All I know is it was, like, her in the city at night. And it was, like, it was a dope video from the 30 seconds of it I did watch. Now, because of this video, someone quoted it, and they said, quote, can we talk about the decline of the quality of music videos? These shits used to be the events back in the day. We used to sit around and wait for an artist to drop one on 106 in Park. They gave us plot, dance numbers, outfit changes, themes, all that. True visions. Shaking my head. What a shame. Now, I saw that tweet, and I personally responded to it, and I said, music videos are way better today overall. Ooh. We just don't have to sit around and wait for them to be on t- TV, and, and that's the reason why they're not quote-unquote events like they used to be. So, wait, just wait. leaving it wide open based off of that. I'm sorry. What do y'all think? Music videos overall are much better today than in the past? Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yes. Okay, I got to know what you mean by that. Think, think about the video editing. Think about the car, the choreography. Think about just the video shooting, everything. I feel like it's just a lot better. Mm. The advancement in technology even makes it a lot better. <clears throat> There's a lot of green screen shooting, a lot of editing to make it even look more than what it is. At least that's what I like, how I think about it. Yeah, that's what I put into it as well. Like just the creativity that gets put into them these days. Like I feel like music videos kind of had a wave. And like I know when Brian brings up his part, he's going to talk about it. Was of course Michael Jackson, who, who I would still say has oh, some wow. of the best music videos of all time. And wait, I feel like wait, back wait. in that day, <laughs> still like it was a question. No, I'm saying still, even go. still, even with those being from back then, back in the '80s or whenever, those videos are still some of the best videos of all time, and there were definitely quality videos being put out back then. But I feel like during like the late '90s, mid 2000s, we sort of hit mostly of a drought. Like there were still people out there who were making good videos, but for the most part, every video was shaking somebody shaking their ass, and girls shaking their ass in the club, dudes popping bottles, all that type of stuff. But then I feel like over the past five, maybe five, eight, nine years we've gotten past that and we've gotten to more of a place of creativity and being in music videos again and more of that artistic vision being brought back into it. Like, I think it's truly unfair just to run away from them to pop up on a TV show that they have declined in quality. Like, personally, when a music video drops from major artists, like when Kendrick dropped DNA or Humble or something, the timeline erupted. Like, that didn't for a TV show to come on. <laughs> just the link dropped and everybody was watching it. Think about when Beyonce dropped for sure. the formation video. And that wasn't even really like a real video drop. Like you had to find a secret link to get it on YouTube. It was an un- unlisted video. And think about how crazy that was. Like there's still lots of great stuff being put out there these days. Okay. Can you name some people that you think and I'm not I'm not like even going into my argument yet, because you know I got one. But can you name some people today? that you think are making great music videos? Yeah. Off the top of my head, Jay-Z and Beyonce, individually and together. Okay. Childish Gambino. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can think of a couple more off the top of my head. Travis Scott. I mean, I know his music ain't for everybody, but I think his videos are dope regardless if he like the music. Yep. J. Cole. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> and that, that, that's like, well, give me some little bit more time. I can think of a few more. Okay. Conrad, you want to go? I mean, I agree. Oh, I mean, uh, those are the ones I was yeah. thinking of. <laughs> um, so first of all, my issue with the tweet was uh that is a very young person because they referenced uh one oh six in park and I'm like, Okay, 
Well, since the part didn't come out to like what 2000, so you're missing a whole period of videos there. If that's when videos were good or last good, um, I definitely agree that videos in the past were more. I might say this wrong, but like widespreadly, I think I made up a word there. Widespreadly good. I do. I do. I feel like everyone was forced to make a good or great music video back then. If you look at even some of the one hit wonders, you look at some of the um, people who were not as entertaining, if you will, uh, or from a performance standpoint, they still were charged with making some type of visual that would play um, on MTV. When you say back then, what, specific, what time frame are you referring I'm, to? Is that? Yeah, no, I'm, in it, the yeah. 80s. I'm in the 80s, 90s. I think 80s, 90s, early 2000s is, our, is the golden age of the music video. I would even just say 80s, 90s. Um, I feel like there are select artists today, and I feel like there's been a lot of release. Hell, I feel like who you guys named have even referenced the fact that they intentionally making the point to make a good product with their music videos, even though they don't have the same resources that those people did back in the past. Um, but I feel like that is, there's a select group of artists today who are trying to do that versus everyone having to do it in the past. So that's kind of why I can, I can agree that that's true, and I think, but what you're not mentioning is the, some of the factors that make that a reason. So, yeah, it may have been the case back in the day. Like anyone out there who had a big hit or a big song, they had to make a great video to go along with it. But also back then, those people, those same people, had backings and record labels and the money behind it. Like you didn't make a big song without having someone in your corner who was getting it out there and getting the money in the corner. These days, literally, it could be some kid in a random city who just happened to make a dope-ass song, and then they happen to catch on, and now he has to make a music video for it. Yeah. So they don't have that money. They don't have a record label. They don't have all those resources. They just had a, a song that happened to catch on, and now they're trying to put a video together with it. And yeah, it may not be the greatest thing, because that might not have been what they even intended to do with it. That doesn't deter <clears throat> from the fact that there are still people out there who are still making great stuff. Yeah, and I'm not, I think what I'm saying is, like, and I feel like when I read the tweet, I felt uh, that's what she was trying to say, is that there was a vast, like the majority of artists were making great music videos as a, but versus today, there's a select group of artists making great videos. So I'm not saying the videos today are not good. That's not what I'm saying at all. There's some phenomenal videos that came out hell just over the past year. But I'm just saying, like, to base, like, today's videos and put pit them against what we got back then, like, no, it just doesn't compare. Like, not the video quality, but I'm saying, like, the, the, the quantity or quality of the video overall from, from, from so many people or so many artists does not compare to what we had back then. I don't think. I guess my question to you would be, when you say quality or quantity, what are you talking about? I'm saying every artist back then, 80s, 90s, early 2000s is my time frame. Every artist had to have a great video, a good to great video. Today, there is like a handful of artists 
I think the one you guys <clears throat> but named. Don't you think? Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say, don't you don't you think that the maybe a reason to why everyone had to have a good quality music video is because, like that person was stating, you had to wait for that video no, to come out. I don't. I don't. I feel like, and I feel like what she was saying was the fact that it was a given we were gonna get a good music video back then. I feel like it was a given. Like that's why we would wait for it. That's why one of that's why hell. That's why there were so many TV shows dedicated to music videos. Was because you were gonna get a good product and you wanted to see those over and over. I feel like today you could not make those same TV shows, and they've tried with like TRL being rebooted. They were supposed to bring One Hundred Six and Park online back again. Um, I feel like those don't work anymore. Because you don't have as much content. Like, yeah, you, you can play the same videos over and over, but you, you're talking about maybe five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten artists who would fill your show. And yeah, they're the biggest artists, but at some point you're like, well, I can watch this on my own. This is not going to last. Um, and I think that's what I got from her tweet was that back then you had you couldn't turn left or right without seeing a good video, a great video. That's why the award shows, like the Video Music Awards for MTV, used to be so lit because you had so many different genres. You had so many different artists who was putting out dope content. And now it's like, well, one, most of the videos look alike. Two, if you're not Beyonce, you're not Jay-Z, you're not, I, I don't know one song by Travis Scott, but I've seen some of his his visuals, not even like just like pictures from them. If you're not those people or J. Cole, who are intentionally trying to put out good content, you just it, it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. It just doesn't hold up to me. So you say Tyler the Creator wouldn't have good videos, music videos? Oh yeah, he's another one that makes no videos. And look, I'll yeah. be honest, I don't know one Tyler the Creator song. I don't know one uh Travis Scott song. See, now I gotta disagree with you on a couple different things that you said. So first of all, being I don't I refuse to believe that everyone back in the day and that's any time frame had good videos. I think as time goes on, we only re remember the good ones. So that's what it feels like. Like when we look back on today's music videos, 10, 15 years from now, and, we, and the stuff we call them that they're doing trash, we're gonna talk about how much better our videos were. But that's just nostalgia cherry picking our memories. I like, disagree the with that. trash has always been out there. Yeah, yeah, trash. No way there. you can, I can believe that. The, that there's every single one out, that, out there making music videos in the 80s and 90s, and it was all good. Because there's a reason why half of those names don't get talked about anymore. Well, they and don't get and talked another about reason, their music, but their videos are still played. I mean, you could just look where at their stats at? on YouTube. On YouTube. Look at their stats. Yeah, and that's what brings me to my other point, is that's the reason why these um, these TV shows can't come back with music videos on anymore, because the, the, quality, the information and the visuals, they're just too on-demand these days. Why would I sit around and wait and watch TRL when I could pick and choose the exact videos that I want to watch on YouTube whenever I feel like it? I don't have to wait for you to show me 15 commercials in between or tell some lame jokes in between them or anything like that. Like they just We have too much access to that for it to be necessary <laughs> to put it on a TV show these days. True, but there there was also a beauty, beauty in um, 106 Apart TRL of finding videos and hearing artists that you had never been exposed to. And that by watching yeah. that show to wait for your to look for your favorite music video, and and we're forgetting the aspect of voting for your favorite music video because it did used to be a big deal, and I think it still is a big deal 
for your artist to be number one on whatever countdown that was, you would have to learn about and hear about all of these different new artists. And I feel kind of bad for some, well, I don't know if I feel bad because I know they have their own platforms now, but there's so many artists that I just don't know because I have no way of finding out about them. Usually when I find out about them, they're trending on Twitter for something that they did that has nothing to do with their music. And it makes me not want to listen to their music. That's what 106 Park and, and TRL I think that I might have disagreed with that on, on you with that. I think it takes on your um, I guess for me, one is that voting and everything, that's an experience of the music video. But it's not because we're just talking about the quality of the videos then and now. Well, right? I was just answering. And I feel like Ron's, voting and everything. Ron's up. question around like why, why are those shows wouldn't last today, or why they're they were so popular then? That was one reason. Yeah, but the, as far as like finding new artists, I feel like that's even easier now based on all the platforms we use to listen to music. I mean, iTunes, from what I know, has a specific playlist for just new artists. I know. Spotify has the same exact thing where you can go to R&B players and listen to the newest R&B players or the newest alternative R&B or the newest rap artist. So, and it's specific for just new people. So you can go through the whole list um, and find what you want to listen to. And, and Spotify even goes as far as the base off what you've already been listening to. So they'll keep it within yeah. the genre that you've already familiar with. So I just find it, I think it, what the more, I think it's more about liking of what and i think for you brian you just like that ability to watch a show it's nostalgic experience the music video also get to be like you know what i can cast my vote and see like oh my vote counted this guy is the best has the best music video blah 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 but again it's not taken away from the music video but in today's era it's all based on streams for the best music video, I'm assuming. Do you still get to vote? Sure. Yeah, your right. views are your vote. So well, not your only views that, are your vote. Like at this moment, hell, video counts and video plays are actually counted as sales today. So a YouTube video or a video stream counts towards your album sales today, like they did not of days past. So yeah, that is true. I just think that I do think, I mean, I, do, I, I used to remember waking up before school and catching, you know, at that time, I think MTV was the one doing different music videos early in the morning, right? And being excited to watch those and then coming back on home later and watching BET. But I feel like just times have changed. So even to make that statement is kind of hard because everything is different now. Like you can't compare the well, and I But I will say that quality... I would say quality and artistic messages are better now than they were oh. then. I think there are more artistic artistic artists making videos now in their videos than there were back then when 106 and Park was playing. I 100 disagree. Or whatever she was comparing 100% disagree. And I'll tell you a few things. I'm not trying to defend the video show or saying they should bring it back for whatever reason. I'm just saying, like, why they were so popular. What I will say is, if that's the case, if videos today are so much better or they have so much better quality or artistic message, then why are so many videos today a rehash of what we had in the past? 
I mean, Janet Jackson's pleasure, what, like, pleasure principle video has literally been made over four to five different times by some of the biggest artists. Thriller, Bad, Smooth Criminal has been made over. Missy Elliott, who MTV, you deserve or you you owe her at this point a video Vanguard Award, has consistently released some of the greatest videos of all time and some of the biggest female rap artists have copied some of the stuff that she has done. So I just I just think that But that's inevitable. That's inevitable. Cause then twenty years from now or thirty years when the newest artists then are gonna copy what Beyonce and Jay Z okay. have been doing for the but best videos. Kendrick. That's what, it's inevitable. About four, 30 years but you're talking about Michael and you're, you're talking about Michael ago, and Janet. The period that this lady Those are the only two yeah, but I'm just saying it's inevitable, Brian. That's what I'm trying you to realize that even if today we're talking about, and you always pick Michael and Jackson, Michael Jackson and Janet, but I'm just saying like it's bound to happen because they had in the 80s when you're talking about the best videos, Janet's was top 10, Michael's number one, right? Of course. of course, those are the top videos. Oh, obviously, they're going to be remade because they were huge, like one of the biggest platforms and breakage of in music this, video. here's what i want you to hear from me so they're going to the lady in the tweet mentioned 106 in park that was in the 2000s i've only mentioned videos from the 80s and 90s even when 106 in park was on videos from the time period before were still the most popular now 10 20 years later those videos from the 80s and 90s are still thought of as the most popular videos ever and all I'm saying, and I'm not, I feel like I'm, I'm saying this wrong. Like, I think the videos that are coming out, tonight, I think they're great videos released today. I think Drake has done well. I think the people you guys have named has done well. Beyonce, Jay-Z, obviously. Bruno, obviously. But hey, even some smaller artists, like uh, uh, the, the Fifth Harmony Girls and the, the Gagas and the the people that, you know, you don't think of as much when, or J. Cole and people you don't think of as much who do great videos. They, they're doing great stuff. All I'm saying is I feel like today there's a handful of artists who are doing great videos, whereas in the past, it was everyone was forced to do a great video. You had, that's, I mean, look at it like this. Who's the biggest video director these days? Video directors used to be household names back then. Now, you don't know who releases a video or who directed it or what happened with it. And and most of the time, the best videos you guys are talking about are those people we, we were talking about 20, 30 years ago. Dave Myers, Hype Williams, those individuals. Um, they're still making See, the best think, videos out today. I think the real difference is, is what you're being exposed to. So what you're talking about is that everyone had to produce quality back in the day. Well, that's just because everyone that made it to you was producing quality. And I guarantee for every 15 videos you saw that, that made it to TV or made it to TRL or, or whatever, there were 100 of them that didn't make the cut. And that doesn't mean that they never got made. They just never made it past the local stream or the local scene that they were in. Whereas in these days, you don't have to have a TV show co-sign you. You don't have to be behind a record label to get your video out there. So yeah, we're going to see a lot more trash, but the trash was always there. It's just now we actually have access to it. So now it seems like the quality has gone down, but I just refuse to believe that those stuff wasn't always out there before. There's always been great music and there's always been bad music. And over time, only the good stuff is going to last, but we can't act like the bad stuff was never there. Here's what I'll say. 
go look at the video of the year nominee for the VMAs from 90 to 2000. I'll just choose that time frame. And then look at the VMA nominees from 2010 to now. And if you feel like they're better, they're better. If you don't, then that's all I'm saying. Those are iconic videos. I don't think there are as many iconic videos that have come out this day. And that's just, that's my opinion. And yes, I lived through that period and I've been very, very, like I, VMAs used to be like my Super Bowl, if you will, because I enjoy video music or videos that much. My grandma used to record them on videotape for me because we didn't have cable. So I've studied this stuff. I don't feel the same way about the videos that come out today. Yes, the biggest artists who still have the budget are still releasing beautiful work. And Beyonce has spoken about how much effort she puts into that. Uh, Bruno has talked about what he envisions when he releases his videos. J. Cole has mentioned like why he chooses to go the route he does with his videos, even directing some of himself because he sees the vision. They are great, but it's I just don't see it everywhere. I see it with the biggest artists, but I don't see it everywhere. And hey, who's man's listeners? Send me some great videos. I'll watch them. And I'll tell you what I think about them. I don't think they're as great. So I'm 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 looking at the list right now. Well, don't look at the list. The 90s. I want you to watch them. I'm just saying, I'm, I mean, but I'm just saying names because if I say a name and you say that was a great video, then I'll understand what you're saying. So if you're saying from the 90s, see, here's some of the people from the 90s. I don't even know how to say his name. Sneed O'Connor? Who's that? Sinead O'Connor. Which Sinead O'Connor. She's okay. very popular. Nothing compares to. Yeah, that's a Prince song. Is the number one. Mm-hmm. Um, R.E.M., Losing My Religion from 91. Van Halen, Right right Now. That's from 92. Aerosmith, Crying. That's what won in 94. The only one I can even say during 95 was TLC, Waterfalls, which is a great video, yes. But surprise you're not mad because it beat your boy and your girl. Um, all right. So let me move on to 2000. Eminem, 2001, Real Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say much because I'm not the biggest Eminem fan. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, Maya, Pink, featuring Missy, Lady Marmalade. That was a good video. I'm really surprised it beat Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On because I feel like that should have won that. That's how big, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how deep it was. Like, but these videos didn't win because, oh, it was just nothing else. They beat the best out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, you naming the songs doesn't reflect the video. Like, even if we don't know the songs, those are iconic videos. The Sinead O'Connor song, with that video, her just looking in the screen, like, that had never been done before. Like those are iconic videos that have been redone and so redone would you say, time and time again by new artists. So if you would you say that in the two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Or two thousand or the ten. So like for instance, like for two thousand sixteen, right? Beyonce won that with formation, correct? So you would say that the video Hello, Drake's Hotline Bing, Kanye's famous, and Justin Bieber's sorry. Those weren't good competitors. I'm not saying they weren't good competitors. I'm saying you can tell there was no one who doubted Formation would not win that night. Whereas 20 years before that, you had no idea who was going to win. That's what I'm saying. I'm in no way trying to like down the... I I feel like what's coming across is I'm trying to down the artist's videos today in no freaking way. 
I'm just saying, like, it was more stiff competition back in the past because every video brought it. Every video doesn't bring it these days. I mean, I'll say something even more unpopular. I don't even think the best videos get nominated anymore. It's all about who's the biggest name, where that wasn't the case. How is that past. not different from the past? How, yeah, how is that not different from the past? It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> how? No, it tell is. Tell me what year were the biggest names weren't the ones nominated. Because I'm looking at this list right now, and all these names are the biggest names of those years. Do you think that the art, the list that he just gave for 2016 were the best videos of that year? Do you think the best videos that were nominated last year for that award were the best videos of that year? That's all I'm asking. Like, I mean, Janelle Monae but wasn't. Tell me what year Janelle that wasn't the case. The great, one of the greatest videos of last year. She wasn't nominated. That's all I'm saying. Like, in the past, if you had an awesome video, a great video that could get to the masses, yes, you would be nominated. Whereas, what now, year was that? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> tell me what year you're referring to. <laughs> Because well, I, I do not see it. I just said one. it from ninety to two thousand. If you and I'm looking at those years, video, I do not, and all yeah. these are the biggest names of those they years. They have the like, best videos, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Well, obviously, you guys disagree, and I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. But what I will say is, I feel like that tweet was. I feel I get what she was saying. Was the fact that ultimately there were more. There was more to choose from. That's the easiest way to say it. Back then, as of now you go to the same artist to get the same results. Whereas back then, I think that's, TV. Well, this is more of as your personal selection because there's no way yeah, you can tell me there was everyone. Okay, then. he just said Sinead Turner, R.E.M., Aerosmith. You can look at some Def Leppard. You can look at some, uh, uh, what's the other rock group that I can't think of who had like an awesome video with the boy dying in it. Like those were not artists I was looking for. But damn it, if those videos don't stick out in my mind, like I remember them. I don't listen to any other music, but I remember the video because it was just that good. I don't know, like. But I'm you've already sorry. admitted that a lot of these artists that we are talking about today, you don't know their music or listen to their videos. I said like Travis you're not Scott forced and, to because I said it doesn't. Travis Scott and uh, the other guy that we talked about a few weeks ago, I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, so like the so there is no TV show that's gonna put that music video in front of you. You have to personally decide that you want to click the link and watch it. So that's why it may feel like people outside of your normal listening habits aren't making those same music videos anymore. But Ron, when you say that, I feel like you're trying to say that I am saying that they don't make great videos. I am in no way saying that. All I'm saying, there is not as many people making great videos today that have in the past. And I feel like you all have kind of defended my argument by saying, hey, no, I'm still saying that. I know what we're saying is that you're not looking at those videos. You're not looking for them. You're not looking for them. You're not looking for them. And because you don't see them, you you believe they don't exist. Okay. But they're there. Well, hey, there are great music videos out there, and I hope some of you can send them to me and I'll watch them and we'll see. (laughs) Hey, I grew up in a great period of music videos, and I'm happy about it. And I don't see that same, same content being released today other than the biggest artist that you guys named. And I think that tweet was right. So we agree to disagree. I said, I just refuse. <laughs> how do you not see how the, the, the biggest names have always been the ones that are getting nominated? I didn't say that. that I is, did not say that. I said... That is literally well, what I you said. said. Today, that is exactly what no, you said. Okay, here's what I said. That today, it doesn't matter the video you release. It's not the best video of that year. It's the biggest artist of that year that gets nominated. Whereas in the past, it was the best video. 
Michael wasn't okay. always in the video of the year category. Janet wasn't always in the video of the year category. It was the best videos of that year. I'll be damned if MTV goes a year without nominating Drake. If Beyonce releases a video, she's always going to be up for video of the year. It does not matter if the video was as good as what you thought your favorite was. It matters that it's Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. What if I told you Drake's only been nominated twice in the past 10 years? I'll be surprised by that. Well, that's a fact, because I'm just looking at the list right now. Honestly, I don't <laughs> think Drake's videos are as good. I would say Beyonce, though. Like, if Beyonce has not... If Beyonce releases a video in a year, she's going to be nominated for video of the year. I just stand by that. Like, if, if Beyonce... You put Eminem in the same sentence, because they want them to show up to the award show. I just feel that way. Like, it the the VMAs. And, you can't feel a fact. Either it's a fact or it's not. Well, I feel that way, and I think it's. I feel like it's. A, I'm not gonna say it's a fact because I don't. I have not done research on this. I'm just saying based on my, what, thirty years or twenty seven years of watching the VMA awards, that's what I've noticed has happened over time. But no, I don't have exact facts in front of me to say that that is the case. All right. What I will say is the case is that I can use the VMA ratings as an example that have gone down consistently. And I've read articles at least three different years that have said the quality of videos is the reason because of that. And that they feel like, Hey, because the video quality has gone down, not many people care about who's going to win a video of the year. So that's where some of my facts Or is come. it because like no, accessibility no, 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 that's not videos. me saying that. That's the articles I've read. I know. I'm just saying, but it's, I'm just saying, can that also factor in the accessibility of getting videos? And that's why people can't watch them, aren't watching the VMAs. You don't hate my answer, but I'm going to say you got to check with that writer because <laughs> I didn't write it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean I whoever wrote the article, let's not like they don't have an agenda as well because if they were writing on behalf of the company, of course they're going to outsource the problem and not say it's the award show because as far as I know, Very a lot true. of award shows are losing viewership. And I don't know if the VMA is losing more than the other ones. But if it's a problem that's going on within the entire industry, of course, they're going to try to find outside sources to set the blame it on and say it's the people who are making the videos fault. Well, let's circle this a little bit. And let's like, because I want to know, because I understand that I have a great bias towards the videos that I've had when I grew up. Um, how do you guys go about finding new videos? Is there a day that you dedicate to it? Is there any time you see it on Twitter? Or how do you find new artists and their videos? How do you guys go about doing that? For me, it's Spotify. I use Spotify because it has your Discover Weekly. So whatever you listen to frequently or more often, it already sets up a playlist for you to check out new artists. But what about their video? And now that's well, now that's what I'm getting to. So Spotify now has a where you can watch videos on the playlist. So it will take you. So like for rap car, rap caviar, you can watch. The latest or newest videos of an artist that are coming out um and then for me I, I it's more of a just like researching and looking to see what the newest artists are or what in the genre i like i mean i i could say I listen to a plethora of music there's a lot of videos from like dance hall that i have to look for because their dance hall is not a popular thing in the u.s to be looking for unless it's a popular name so if i want to see something that you hear from whoever, my cousin, or if I'm on Twitter, or just in my genre of music, I'll go look for them online to see what it is. So at least that's how I get to know new artists. And of course, word of mouth. 
Yeah, I'm in a pretty similar situation to Conrad. Like, I definitely utilize Spotify and the tools that they have for helping discover new artists. And essentially what happens is, I set a general rule myself, is that when I find a new artist and I end up liking five or more of their songs, I'll go on YouTube and I'll type in their name and I'll just put music video at the end of it and I'll see what videos they've made. And that's why I find these new guys. And then, of course, going from the related ones that show up next to them, just keep it going from there. Well, let's be productive. Like, shout out some of these new people that you think are making great videos. Who you guys got? Let's see. Off the top of my head, um, Sonder, that group, uh, R&B group I talked about a little bit last year when I first found them. I think they make some really dope music videos. They kind of have, like, that chill R&B vibe with a little bit more of a modern sound to it. Smino? Yep, he's another one. Amine. Uh, have you heard of Smino? Oh, Amine makes some dope-ass videos, for sure. Uh, he's more of a... Would you put him under the rap genre hip-hop he's more of a hip-hop actually hip-hop artist yeah definitely hip-hop um uh brockhampton they they call themselves a boy band which is like a little stick but they're essentially like a um a hip-hop group they make hip-hop and r&b songs uh, i mean uh, who's that uh well before he became really big um and now he is but before khaled was a big name that's how i found out who he was he had some pretty good uh videos out yep um ben staples mick jenkins and vic mensa those are three guys i feel like are kind of on the same level of like b-level celebrity but they all make dope videos alina barras uh, as much as i can think of right now what okay is it six black or is it black black it's, i call them six lack because <laughs> that's what it looks like to me six lack <laughs> but apparently it's black <laughs> it's supposed to be pronounced black I mean, we also talked about his uh, Jonas Lucas before he was big. He was known for his crazy videos. Wait, who'd you say? Or is it Jonas or jo- is it Joiner or Oh, Joiner Lucas. Yep. Yo- I've only he watched a big. couple of his, but yeah, uh, a couple I watched were good. Actually, I remember that one. I think it was about drunk driving. Like that was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, this guy, he's a jazz trap artist or trap house jazz artist. His name is Masiego. Yep, he I know him. Really, really I dope. His videos. Really, I really check dope. Him out. Really dope videos. Um, that's all I can think of right now. But those are my, like, the most newest artists that I can think of um, that have pretty dope music videos. But no one, of course, is looking for them. I don't think a lot of people even listen to Trap House Jazz. Hey, but look at the News Mess <laughs> podcast. Go check them out. Shout out to all you guys. <laughs> all right, we'll tweet um, some of these out. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyone listen to Xavier Omar? I have not watched his videos. I'm slipping because I like a lot of his stuff. Ooh, I just thought of something. How much of this is on is our fault? As far as, far as, as... how often do you guys share these videos? I mean, every week I, mean, I, I don't share, what share I'm much videos. To. I'll share. I'll share uh, like what I'm listening to more than the videos. Because what I'll say is like but... we often share why 106 and Park is not needed. Why no one's watching TRL? And I'm not saying you guys. I'm just saying what I see on Twitter. Um, because for those who don't know, which is a lot of you, TRL actually came back on the air last year and the ratings were abysmal. And uh, there were many, many tweets about why we don't need it, why it's late, why it's not necessary. There was an announcement that 106 and Park was going to be launched on BT's online platform. Literally, it trended that we don't need it. No one watches that. No one needs that. So how much of this is our fault that we're not tweeting about, since it's not needed, like, we're not tweeting about new artists. We're not tweeting about their videos. They're obviously taking a lot of time, to you guys' point, to make good content. 
how much of this falls on fans to get the word out there that, hey, this is a good video. You should check it out. Not just their music, but check out their video because there's a lot of people who become fans of artists based on their videos, not just listening to uh, whatever streaming platform they have. I, I think it's a little bit, but not much of our fault because, again, social media is tailored to what you're looking for. Our Twitter is based off of what we're looking for. So these these guys, these artists that are new, they have fans. They're already making a name of themselves and they're getting bigger because they have a huge fan group. But like I said, if your music taste is not of similar to a trap house jazz person, you're not going to see that anywhere on your social media unless you're looking for it. So I don't I think it's more of what you're tailored to listen to and like. That you will share more. But couldn't you also say the I'm same? Sure, I'm sure. No, I was going to say, I'm sure like a majority of your timeline has a lot of something to do with, J- with Jackson's, the Jackson family, Janet or Michael, because that's something you like a lot, right? We don't hear about a lot of these name, big name artists until they hit viral mainstream video, correct? But before that, they were still getting hits just but with their section of people. Masiego, no one knew of him probably two years ago, and he's still not even known. But now he's getting all these big tours. He's doing all these big tours internationally, and he's becoming a name brand in the U.S. You know, well, I, but that started somewhere. I, you know, that's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying that started somewhere because people are still sharing. It's just that I still think it comes down to what you're looking for and who you're looking for. Well, and we can leave Michael and Janet out of this. I think they've done their part. There, Michael has gone on, and Janet is proving her point. I would just say, like, I follow you on Twitter. I've never heard of any of these people on your timeline, Ron. I've never seen any of these videos tweeted. I think I've seen the internet one time. That's the one video that comes to mind that I've seen come off of one of you guys' timelines or the one person you follow. I think the, the sweet part about Twitter now, some people don't like it, but is that we don't even have to hear it from you. It's from the people you follow that some of this stuff comes up. So I do think that, hey, if, if this touched a lot of people, if this, if this tweet irked you in some type of way, I think the question comes back on you. What are you doing to help it? She asked herself, everyone that question. She asked themselves that question. I, feel, I mean, look, Made for Now by Janet has been tweeted by me a few times. <laughs> We're good over here. <laughs> my face is good. <laughs> they get my, my support, all right? Uh, but your faves, your only faves. But are you tweeting new music? Are you tweeting other people tweet that you may music listen to that, her? that that we not that we don't? I don't know, know if you know them. her music video or her or her just you, music. Her is some new artist. Is a new artist that I have just become accustomed to that I enjoy. Whenever I see her tweet or I see her stuff comes across my timeline, I will tweet it. I do enjoy doing that. But you're right. No. If I don't have a relationship with you, I don't feel any need to tweet you. So if there's a new artist that I feel needs to be or that I feel uh, I should support on my timeline, of course I'll do it. She's one that I will. But I'm not tweeting no other people that I don't know much about. Like, no. Because I feel like that's my voice going out there. It's like, even though nobody follows me, still... <laughs> I don't ever want anybody to look back on my tweets and say, oh, he liked that artist. That artist was kind of whack. No, I want to fully believe in my artist before I ever do anything like that. 
But if you guys are finding so, what if you fully believe in your artist? What if you fully believe in your artist and someone still thinks your artist was whack? Would that change your? Would that change? Oh, well, I'll for defend you? them to the death. I mean, look, we've discussed on this podcast how people feel about Michael and Janet Jackson, so you know that's not a problem of mine. Uh, <laughs> so I have no <laughs> problem. Look, though, I hate to cut this conversation short, but I just looked at our time. We got two and a half minutes when we get cut mm. off here. Oh, so we got to go ahead and wrap this up. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to you real quick. B, go ahead and say your exit, and then we're going to get out of here. Yeah, we hey, got two don't minutes. at me. I got a Janet up for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Vote at Rock and Hall of Fame. You can find a website. Whatever. Go do it. Vote for Janet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, find me at uh, Daffil underscore Connie. I'll do what Brian said. I will retweet videos of Massago. I will retweet videos of Sid, the internet, all those people that he wants to hear. And you better like him and you better retweet him because I'm coming to you. Mad if I hate him. Find me on Instagram at Big C. Big C, I'm going to call you out to Big C22 on Instagram. Quick message of the day. Actually, I should give this to B Shot because he sent it to us in our group message. I thought it was really dope. Friends come and friends go. But a true friend sticks by you like family. Proverbs 18.24. Remember that whether you're religious or not, true friends will always become your family. Darnold, you're lucky I like you, but you're not my family yet because you ain't shit. Kangaroos ain't shit. Kangaroos are ugly. (laughs) Spartans will eat a kangaroo. True. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) If we have Uh, kangaroos. uh, Yeah. Love y'all. Be easy. Follow me on Twitter, Taylor May Life. Make sure y'all check out our album of the month for October. It's PJ Morton. The album is called Bounce. Like, make sure I get it right because I feel like I'm about to mess it up. Give me one. All right, so the album is called Bouncing Soul Volume One by PJ Morton. He's like a he's an R and B with a little bit of pop into it. So it's, it's dope music. He has a cool sound. Um, this Good. is like a sixth or seventh album, so he's been around for a minute since '05. Check them out. If you love this one, listen to it a couple of times and check out some more of his stuff. We're going to talk about it at the end of the month with a special guest. We hope y'all enjoy it. Right. Send questions. Woo! Send questions. Hey, what's your favorite video? Send them. Get Brian mad. Say Michael and Janet ain't shit. Nah, just get him mad. And if you do don't like Janet that. Jackson, just we'll, we will read it. We will read it. We will read it. Send videos too. If you heard <laughs> <the> video, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Trigger him. Trigger him. You know it's good. <laughs> we out here.